Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box at Xbox Podcast. My name is Potato Chief, and I am with my good friend Alice. How are you, Alice? Hi. We've you might have just witnessed our brand new intro, which I want to thank Alice for making. We got a new intro for the, the podcast, and we got a new thumbnail. So we it's, it's almost like a new season of the podcast. We've done some uh, overhauls. Uh, yeah. You made it in GIMP, right? The thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. I I I like the the having like an X shape, but I also wanted to have a bit more uh, of of like a game image instead of just having a little game image in the corner. I wanted it to take up more of the thumbnail, but I like you doing and I like you new intro. I was thinking of having like a green tint to it, but to like kind of make it all thematic. But I think it looks better with a highly polished like like high level gameplay like uh, cutscenes. I think it looks better your way. So I, I quite like what you've yeah. done with it. This idea has been in my head for weeks. So I finally got around to the Final Cut Pro and I put it together. And I was just like, yeah. wow, this program, even though it has a stupidly high learning curve compared to Sony Vegas, yeah. it's still incredibly powerful. It's very easy to export. And so far, very impressive. Yeah. But as... I was going to go in and see if I can make this like a much better green tint over it. But then when I got into it, the trial expired because I was supposed to be using it for 90 days, but life got in the way. Yeah. So I just left it for, to the last minute. Oh, it's like, oh, no. I think it looks better without the green tint, but, to be honest. I, was, I said I was going to put a green tint on it. I think it looks better without. But yeah, it's like I, the first... Because I basically, when we started our podcast, it's like, oh, we need an intro, we need an intro. So I just found some audio... And then I just got the logo and put flames on it and it made it green. And I was like, oh, that'll do. And then I haven't really thought about it since. So <laughs> I thought, that'll, that'll do fine. Yeah. Just little green it's green flames with the logo. And that was literally all we had for like two months. Or maybe even longer than that. So we were 20 episode 24, I believe today's episode is. If, I, if, I, if I'm, uh, well, we were 23. I've got it written down. Let me just check. Uh yeah. yeah, episode 23. So, well, that's like a couple of months worth of episodes. Uh, we've had the same intro, which has just been basic as hell. So, I, I like your new intro. I appreciate it. It kept the same music, which is nice. So. Thank you. Thematical. Mind you, it's got game trailers in it. So, yeah. fingers crossed they won't get taken down because, yeah. surely, I mean, they're trailers. Like, there's only snippets of it, but yeah, it I think the ch- chances are, I mean, we're dealing with a big, big corporation and stuff like that so i hope they don't mind it's, it should be fine if, but anyway, if there are any issues we'll put the green tint on it then that's that's where we put the tint on it so so it won't get taken down <laughs> yeah anyway i well i did zoom in a little bit on it but anyway so i was thinking i would get final cut pro to put on my mac yeah. because i tend to edit videos of my mac in the future but recently, they just only announced iPad Pro, so I don't know if Mac Mini is just going to get receive a new version, or whether it's worth getting a Mac Mini for purposes, or whether I get Mac Mini Studio, which I can afford. Yeah. And this would be like supremely awesome for the podcast because it means I can host podcasts because of the RAM. But ah. then again, I'm just gambling with a lot of money. Yeah. What's holding me from making those decisions is the. I still have really bad internet. Bitcoin Reach is still trying to get around to getting it sorted out. But until then, it's just on just really slow broadband. And I'm stuck like using a MacBook just to do this. But even so, my MacBook deals with Final Cut Pro pretty okay. Quite impressed with the program. So I was, well, debating whether I would either get it or I just try Caden Live, which is an open source video editor oh, wow. which is known of these things as non-linear editors you can get it on the windows too so you might probably give I it might a try, try that yeah if it's op- open source like gimp i'm, I'm used to using gimp now so i used to use photoshop back in the day but now i'm kind of used to gimp that i, I kind of use that for everything so uh yeah i can try that then you might enjoy yeah you might enjoy that because because uh it's basically pretty very very similar to like Sunny Vegas, only I don't know because I haven't yet to try all the features, but it does get the job of like getting the video done. Yeah. But when it comes to like doing some serious video editing, I like Final Cut Pro, but it's currently like two hundred and fifty quid. It's like nah, it's pretty much it. like whether it's worth 
paying for it. Otherwise, it's just going to be a huge boon. But I don't really have a lot of video making ideas, especially it's just like the internet's so slow yeah. that I shouldn't really be mucking about with it. <laughs> no, definitely. But not. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the new intro and you like the new thumbnails that we've. We're still, we're still a newish podcast. I know we're like episode twenty three, so we've been around for a little while, but we're still kind of new at this. So any advice or any tips you got, you know. Let us know in the comments below and, you know, spread the word. We're still growing and still evolving the podcasts as we go. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought I liked the new intro. We've got a little bit of Master Chief in there, some Forza. It's a grounded. It's all my favorite stuff. So, <laughs> Minecraft. Um, yeah, good stuff. Um, so, let's move on to what we've been playing, our usual first subject of the podcast. So, what have you been playing? I've been playing Hugh, so okay, yeah. this one is off in the next box Live Gold as a freebie, so I just got that, and I played and completed it again with 1,000 gamer score, just like I did it on the PlayStation 4, I think. It came out in 2016, but I got it through gold, and I was trying to get some more points for Microsoft Rewards, so I just like nice. completed that and aced. It, mind you, this is a game made by Henry Hoffman who is part of the developers who made, like, Cube for PC, PlayStation, and oh, Xbox. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay. And it's been recently uh, got a anniversary edition that came out on the Xbox. But, yeah, it's just quite nice. And you can definitely see, like, lots of good things that Henry put in, like the the, the stylings where you got black uh, assets or... Yeah, yeah you get black buildings and platforms and all placed over as some kind of like canvas that changes from like different colors then you just use different use a color wheel to switch between colors so you can like make the colors that match disappear like boxes oh. and then you just like make the colors pop out so it's just like a really interesting puzzle it, but yeah cool. it's just definitely one of those portable uh yeah, it's portal lookalikes and in two D. Like so it's just like yeah, it's cool. I have to try that. Also, then yeah, yeah, you may have to buy that because it used to be on Xbox Live Gold. I think I but yeah, Dan Lavosha did. Yeah, Dan Lavosha did actually produce it too. So that's cool because yeah, it's just quite nice because yeah. they went to the same university as us, didn't they? I I think I I, pl I played Cube. Uh, when they were in development, so he's got allowed to make that since. Is that, is that correct? So that's... Yeah, because I met some of the that's cool. uh, some of the people there uh, who worked on Cube, who then went on to like have a group and just like make stuff. But mind you, it's not uh, toxic games for the Cube. It's fiddlesticks for the game, and I think oh, it was okay. like a. I think it was a self. Uh, self-employed type of name I don't know but but yeah Fiddlesticks is what Henry's been working on so I just look up if he's got any more projects that's cool because yeah, I know after, after, I think I met because I met the guys years ago but obviously it's been years since I've talked to them but I'll have to try and catch up with them see how they're doing that, that's awesome. I didn't realise that that's that's cool I need to play that myself I've downloaded it on my uh, Xbox Gold membership so I should be able to play it so that will be on my oh you should check playlist. it out definitely on my to playlist now um, I've all I've been playing. Well, I've been playing a lot of Plague Tale Requiem, which came out yesterday. But we're not going to talk about that right now. We'll talk about that at the topic of the show, which is our which is our October uh, blowout. But uh, I've also been playing Grounded, loving it. Still playing Grounded. Still a lot mm -hmm. of fun. Uh, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm almost going to hit a wall now, though, where I'm like I, all the all the bugs are too much. They're too difficult for me to take on my own. So I think we we need to team up and take some of these bugs down. Uh, got like big ants, like army ants, and I got like spiders and cockroaches and stuff. And it's like, oh, too big. <laughs> I found like an area that was like, <laughs> it's, it, oh, the game is so cool. I was like, I found an area that was like, um, almost looks like, like a wasteland from like Fallout, but it's obviously they just put some weed killer down. It's hilarious. It's like thinking about it, it's like, it's, but it looks like like kind of like Fallout because like it's like it's like everything's dead. All the mod, all the eight, uh, like uh, insects are dead and stuff, and all the plants are like dead. And it looks like, like it's you know, <laughs> it's really well done. It's very clever. 
Um, the the way they do stuff in that game is very very clever. Uh, I've only just started to. I, I found clay for the first time. And I started making got like a pot to store water in, but I have no way of creating the water into that pot. So I need to figure out how to do that. But yeah, I'm I, I'm kind of getting to a point where I can't really continue without getting any friends involved because it's uh it's too hard to do on your own. <laughs> uh, well, I will endeavour to like go on and help you out because. Yeah. I've been like doing a lot of Salem fan art, but I stopped and um, because of the Rooster Teeth drama, I just thought I really need to take a break from it. Yeah. Also, that's I think the fan art has just like got me like really burnt out, and I've done some like really impressive ones, yeah. and then it's just like there's National Novel Writing Month next month, Ooh. so I probably need to like bag myself with some time. Do fan arts if I want, but I think it's probably better to like catch up on games. So I might probably lend you a hand to That'd build this thing and get you back to normal. <laughs> Let's try and get it through the the, the wasteland. It's, it's awesome though. I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so that's what we've been playing, I guess. Uh, so do, do you want to discuss the Rooster Teeth stuff? Because I, I don't really know much about it, to be honest. Uh, we did say we were going to discuss it briefly in the news, but... I, I feel like I'm uninformed. Uh, well, I think I think you were like used to be a fan of it, didn't you? Back in because the day, you did yeah. like dream with. Yeah, you just dreamed of Dean that you would work for it, and is yeah. it because of like Achievement Hunter, like they did some like uh, let's play videos or some sort? Yeah, I mean, I used to like I used to like Achievement Hunter, and I used to like Red vs Blue back in the day, and I liked Fun House. They 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 were they were fun. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people who I liked started to leave and got fired or quit or whatever. And it's like, oh, I still enjoy, I still like pop in every now and again, but it's, it's yeah, I don't watch them as much as I used to. I, I used to watch them a lot more than I do now, but I still enjoy it from time to time. But now I'm now like, I don't know who's dodgy and who's not, so I don't know what to say really. <laughs> I don't want to go, I really like this person. And then you go, oh, well, they're a dodgy person. It's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're talking about Adam Kovic. I can't pronounce his name, but it's Adam Kovic. Kovic. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Adam Kovic. Yeah, he was. He was. There's more accounts. Yeah, there's more accounts about him. Like he's. Oh. I think mm. he's talking about there's scandals and there's also like scandals of like going with uh, certain people. But I don't want to get into no. it. But yes, yeah, there's and more. And it was Ryan there's as well. More evidence from. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I I I heard well, about actually, some of that before, but I've I kind of not I've kind of lost interest in it. Really, I've not really been paying much attention since. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I think you should know that I followed them when Red vs. Blue came out. Like yeah. when I was following like Halo Two, and I was like checking out the internet, I heard about Red vs. Blue, and it was like huge back then. Yeah. Because it started out as a machinima in like Halo. Yeah. Then learned about the Rooster Teeth Easter eggs, even like Halo 2 DLC. Yeah. And you can tell, like, like, if you think of Halo, you also think about Red vs. Blue, which yeah. is pretty much a good, like, show that's made in Halo. So I think Bungie and um, Rooster Teeth seems to be quite well together for once. But it was yeah. only before they turned bob turning into the bubble into a huge entertainment studio. Yeah. And then now it's just bursted. And right now is in like in huge fire. Now, first of all, right now, based on the recent uh, accounts from lots of people who work there, yeah. it it's gone better in the past few years. And people are saying there's isn't a lot of crunches anymore, and they and there isn't like a lot of controversies with it. It's but they still have problems with like bad management as well. So. Yeah. So, base. But yeah, it's just like uh, how I've heard. It's it's just it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, but they are just like still around. But I think because of this drama, it's just like made me like really really fed up mm. and just feel I can't really trust them anymore. So I'm gonna go for the reasons why. So, okay. oh, can you hear me? Because I think I heard a little bit of microphone yeah, my mic, My microphone cut off briefly, but I'm still here. So I'm still here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've got a two days he didn't read, yeah. and it's made by the precious mods of a Ruby server. 
It says here, several listed employees were laid off, which includes Matt Bragg from Achievement Hunter. Oh, God, okay. Matt Bragg, I remember Matt Bragg. Then, Caden just stepped... Yeah, so Caden, like, stepped in because she feels as if people focusing on Matt is the only big deal with Rooster Teeth. But then, she posted a tweet longer, which details that she had a lack of pay for overtime voiceover work, she had incredibly low uh, wage for a position, and she's been dealing with crunch condition as well as some homophobia as well. Mm, that's not good. And she was dealt with some transphobia from the management too. Then... Many of those co-workers have contacted Caden, who were given her with some apologies. And some of them were accepted and some were not, because there has yet to be an acceptance apology from Gavin. Because he even went on Twitter and then used slur and trying to get her to do fits. But Jeff, he apologised, right. but he was expected to sort out about the payment issues. So... Rooster Teeth's Twitter has released a statement in the Photoshop image. It says there's the it's been detailing measures which are supposed to take uh, like reduce issues like discrimination, as well as occasional necessity of layoffs for business reasons. Then there's more ex-employees. There's more employees coming forward with more stories, and that includes. Like there was a mocap actor for Ruby who's hurt her hat has hurt her back no. and she's currently dealing with surgery, but she felt it's a life threatening injury. There's more workers who have been like gone through like bad management. And there's even Aaron and Sam, Samantha Island. So the ones who voiced Blake and Nora in Ruby? Right, okay, yeah. They both mentioned that I think one of them had a part that has been in the crunch, but they also mentioned about their roles being threatened because they asked for higher pay. So basically, it's just like, right. I think the manager back then was Gray. Gray said like um, that they threatened to recast uh, Blake if Aaron gets the higher pay. So mm. let's come out there. But then there's some like uh, evidence about Caden's being involved in some like using slurs and some hateful uh, stuff right. that's in the past videos, like 12 years ago. And she did uh, apologise for that. Not everyone took her apology, but but then there's even more employees coming out describing about their experiences. There's a mixture of positive and there's negative. Right. And then you've got Josh Grell, the voice of Tyrion. He said he wouldn't have prize that character in Ruby due to the company's bigotry. So, because of all this, uh, the Rooster Teeth podcast was cancelled on Monday this week, and they retweeted. They they also made a bunch of statements they made last night, which is better, uh, uh, for argument's sake. Uh, but yeah, it just comes up with more accounts that Ruby Forty Nine was delayed because of bad management, and there's some like really bad management with the rigging. Right. But there's more people saying that everything else dealing with Ruby production is like doing fine. But there's even more accounts about like <laughs> there's problems of Genlock's production where it has more nuances with it. And there's right. even someone who created uh, Nomad of Nowhere, which I don't have the link somewhere. But apparently it's someone who said that uh, they got that idea out for Nomad of Nowhere. They had created mm -hmm. differences, and it ended up with the creator like losing most, if not all, of the rights to Nomad of Nowhere, and it's like, oh, right. wow, it's really bad. It's just there is plenty going on, yeah. but but that's pretty much uh, all I've been through. Wow. Okay, that's a lot to take in. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we weren't sure if because uh, we mentioned this earlier, we weren't sure that. Well, I wasn't sure if we should mention it in the news or not. I mean, it is kind of Xbox related, but as as like it is big news going on on the internet. Um, I'm hoping the the people who've been discriminated against are gonna get justice and uh, everything's gonna work out for the best. I mean, I don't really know what else I can say because I'm not that well informed about it. Uh, it does sound like a horrible well, situation. Um, I'm hoping that it we... is. 
if we ever get bigger at this basic... channel, I'm hoping we're going to be able to keep ourselves grounded and, pe- and, be, and treat everyone fairly if we ever add more people to the to the group or whatever, or if we ever grow as a, as a, as a channel, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because, like, obviously, as you said, that they started off with, like, five people and now there's, like, hundreds and hundreds, and hundreds of people working there. So, obviously, yeah, it's... it's not harmonious. It's not as... Uh... It's not as nice as it used to be there. I don't know. It's it's strange. Uh, Well, I would have to stress that um, the biggest issue with it is that people were not paid enough for the work. Uh, Even though a few people have spoke out that this is typical behaviour in (coughs) the entertainment industry. And elsewhere in Texas, you don't get anything else decent for the uh, payment. Because they're in a state which doesn't actually allow a lot of unions and Rooster Teeth doesn't like unions. It's mm. only like when one above us step in, they they were had projects as part of a SAG, which is the union thing. So but yeah, I think all in all it's just that people didn't have really good experiences in the past. Yeah. And there's people like saying that it's gone better and it's better, but they did also admit that at the moment a lot of Rooster Teeth employees were like getting really stressed and burnt out by the news and they right. feeling as if it just like impacts the work. There's even a few who've worried that Ruby Falling Nine is not gonna yeah. be that great or well received because of the drama. So but at the moment all of this stuff had m- made me like really has ruined my mental health for quite some time. And as a yeah. Ruby fan, it's just like really terrible. And I think for this reason mm. that I just don't really trust Rooster Teeth anymore. I don't mind if Ruby is cancelled no. or not. All that matters is for people who have worked hard on the show to be placed in the even better environment. And so far, no. they there are accounts that they are getting they get in a much better environment. But I think they do deserve a lot better than what they've been treating in the past. So yeah. that's how I would say that. I would, I would agree. Um, I, I agree with you there. I don't really know much about. I, said, I don't know much about it, but from what you've said, it sounds like hopefully they'll be uh, paid fairly and treated fairly going forward. Speaking of uh, uh, not being paid correctly, uh, the Bayonetta voice actress uh, who has been voicing Bayonetta since Bayonetta one and two, and also Super Smash Bros. has. Uh, come out on Twitter saying that she was offered only £4,000 to reprise her role, even though she's the main character of a multi-million dollar franchise on Nintendo, which is bonkers to me. Um, what do you... Th- you cancelled the... You cancelled the being there to free game day, right? I've cancelled my pre-order, yeah. I had it pre-ordered. I cancelled my pre-order. And then I got someone online saying, oh... You simp or something like that for cancelling. I'm like, well, I, I feel if like doesn't matter if he was a woman or not. It's the fact that it's always been treated misfair, like unfairly. I feel like, I, like I don't buy Ubisoft games for like the same reason. Like you know, I don't really buy. I don't like. I because me and you were both it we been in game design. We both been on the inside and stuff. I <clears throat> when I hear some things like dodgies going on with like development and like people have been mistreated i don't like to support that company uh if 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 like you know and, and, and people go oh you have to boycott every single company in the world and that's the case and all that and it's just like i guess but it's 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 if i feel like it was the right thing to do was to cancel my pre-order and to stand with this with this voice actress with, with uh, helena i think her name was um it, well, it's... I think to me that um, I just think I would rather like get in a sale or something like that. Yeah. But I'm definitely not paying for this game anyway no. because I was split between whether I would get being there to free or not because yeah. I got money, I got money to save, yeah. and I would have to rather like spend it on something that is worthwhile. So I think a lot of you get to Pokemon Fighter instead, yeah. but who knows. But anyway, I must add that the story that even what Helena just said, like yeah. there was a director of the franchise or game of some sort, and it's got really annoyed, and then he left Twitter. Yes. And he's been blocking everyone who's been challenging him. 
So it's like, it's just ridiculous. He, he blocks like, anyone who anyone who doesn't speak Japanese to him. He blocks apparently. He, he's like, it's like how childish. If you speak English to him, he won't respond to you. He'll just block you. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I mean, like, uh, the one thing, like, people are going, oh, I don't think boycotting's the right thing to do. It's like, I feel with most companies, the only way you can really fight is by using your wallet. You know, you have to fight with your wallet. The, the only thing they care about is their bottom line, you know. Just going on Twitter and complaining about it, but then still buying it for and then giving them the money, they don't care. Like, you know, that's... There's a few people... I Yeah, there's a few people out there who are buying multiple copies, and I'm like, oh, come on, really? Why would you do that? I don't understand. Like, you, you just buy... Like, I think it's just those who doesn't like childish. her, like, having to... Yeah, it's just like that. But bear in mind, I think the story is a bit more complicated on that, because I think there was an article came out, which is from... I think it's Observer or some sort. They said that apparently... The information around how she was offered is a bit fake. And it says that she could be offered $4,000 per each session. But I think, really, right now, I just think there's got to be more to this truth and knowing from all those sides. But the truth is, Platinum Games should have, like, treated her better and get her paid to do this. But I think it just seems like as if Given the like, it took so long, like about five years from since the announcement, and getting the game ready. Yeah, I think it just makes me a bit skeptical about how are they managing things, mm. or how do they manage to get people paid and got with some like good work experience. But anyway, I'm not buying Bayonetta three when no. it's releases. Full stop. Yeah, I've also cancelled the Rooster Teeth first, which I oh. only subscribed this year just to watch where we ice cream them. But I'm not really going to be financially supporting Rooster Teeth ever again because yeah. I just don't really trust them, really. If you want to support someone, support me, Potato Chief, or Potato Pro Wrestling on Patreon. <laughs> no, just, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, uh, Bayonetta, I, I agree with that. And it also, Platinum is like, they've been a bit dodgy the last couple of years. I feel like there's uh, the, 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 the something going on in Platinum, but I don't know what it is. Obviously, Scalebound got cancelled by Xbox. And then they've uh, been, they, what was it, was it Babylon's Fall they just released? Yes. And that was, that, that. tanked. Um, I not, I, I think Bayonetta, I, it's, it's hard because people are going, oh, why yeah, should you punish it's a them? Service for, it's what? a service for Babylon's Fall that's going to end in like January next year. Yeah. So it's going to be dead anyway. But it's like people are like going, why would you punish the other members of staff who've done nothing? It's like, well, what do you want us to do then? Just do nothing. Like, like, like we got to do something. I feel like you've got to do something to stand up to these uh, people. And that, as I said, money speaks louder than words. I've, you know, yeah, okay. But, but I think people, I mean, I'm not 100% sure how it works, but I don't think people are going to be, us not buying the game is not going to directly affect the developers. I think it's just going to develop, affect the publishers, really. Like, they, the people who make the games are going to get paid hourly rates for the amount of hours they've worked, right? They might get a bonus or something for the amount of sales, but I feel like the most basically any profit from this game would just be going to Platinum Games. So us not buying it is actually a good thing when it comes to boycotting it. I mean, I'm assuming. Maybe I'm wrong. I might have that incorrect, but as far as I'm concerned, if you're a dev- if you're like an uh, art director or like a, uh, like, a, like, a, like a coder or anything like that, I feel like you get paid the rate of pay of for like hourly pay while you do it, I don't think the the sales at the end of the day should really affect how much you've got paid through the through the process. And I don't think the profits will actually affect you in any shape, way, way or form, unless you're like an indie studio and you actually invest mm. in the company yourself. I mean, am I, am I wrong there, or, or like like I feel like yeah, I think you pretty much said it yourself. Yeah, really. I think like <laughs> you know the only person people are punishing for by not buying the game is the publishers essentially and then the people who are doing these dodgy things like underpaid staff uh i mean people are saying mm. that although it's the standard rate was well, so like that's a rubbish rate they should that's not a good thing it's like saying oh yeah well that's the minimum wage or like like that's what everyone should is earning it's like just because that's what everyone's earning doesn't mean that should be that's right you know uh, it's it's mad to me. I don't think that's. I, 
I, I, I stand with her. I, I, uh, I cancel my pre-order. I will not be buying it. I might get it second-hand or something, so that I don't actually help finance the game. But we'll see. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, there might be more news might come out soon, and maybe it'll change my mind. But at the moment, that's where I stand on this one. Um, yes. Right. I'm not. I think I would be rather be saving my money and not buy too many games. Exactly. So I think I'll just be taking the benefit of the doubt by saying, yeah, not buying Bayonetta to free, of course. Save a little no. bit of money. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, what else have we got? Oh, so uh, the UK government CMA has uh, basically regurgitated what Sony have said about the uh, Activision deal. Say that it's going to be unfair for so like unfair for Sony if Microsoft gets Call of Duty and it's gonna it could foreclose Sony. It is ridiculous. Like so, uh, Xbox said it themselves. They said um, the third place company getting one game is not going to foreclose Sony. They think that that mm. they think this Activision deal could be such a big deal that it could literally kill PlayStation, and it's that is absolutely ridiculous. And they're like saying they think it's gonna be unfair if Xbox can put exclusive content on the Xbox or have a better version of it on Xbox, even though PlayStation have been doing that for the last five six years, like getting exclusive betas and exclusive skins and exclusive stuff. I mean, they're still getting that for Modern Warfare Two. So, but it's okay for Sony to do it, but it's not okay for Xbox to do it. It's weird. Uh, it's like the CMA UK government. It's coming off really corrupt here. They're coming off really dodgy. Like I never thought I would say I feel like Brazil is the more seems the less corrupt government of the two, which is crazy to think. Because Brazil just came out and said, "Yeah, it's fair enough. Uh, it, like it, like other shooters exist. You know, it's not the end of the world if they lose Call of Duty." But like so the CMA are really, really for some reason they're really in Sony's back pocket here. That Sony's Sony. I don't know what Sony have done to get. CMA on side. Have you been Have you been following this at all? Uh, not a great scale, but it just makes me less proud to be British. It does. But, yeah. um, it's dodgy. But then I'm Cornish, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm Welsh, so you know, uh, working class Welshman. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's weird though. It's just really strange. Um, so I don't know if if the UK government's going to hold up this deal. It's like they think it's gonna be bad. Like they say it's gonna be bad for competition. Like they, they, like they say stuff. Basically, they, everything they've said in their thing can be applied to Sony, and it's really weird. Like if Xbox get Call of Duty, they could put the prices of their consoles up without comp- uh, without competition. It's like Sony just put the price of their console up, or like they could charge people more for games. It's like Sony are charging more for games, and like like. It'd be bad for the consumers to have it on Game Pass. Like, how would it be bad for the consumer to have it at a cheaper price? I don't understand. Yeah, I think it, it is. Doesn't make any sense. I think it's pretty ironic because uh, with with Sony, I think because of them, like, um, trying to do all these price prices, it's just like it's just getting the UK to like trust the words and regurgitating everything. And it's just like whenever, like, once everyone else is like. Agreeing with the Microsoft buying Activision deal because let's face it, they do have a right to pay for Activision and get a cross. Yeah. But, but for the UK to like fully believe Sony and feeling this anti-competition, and seeing they're not part of like the EU or anything like that, yeah, they're just gonna end up be the ones who are uh, shooting themselves in the foot because. It's just they're going to end up making a bad decision and feeling as if Sony has a right to go against the deal, but then they're just going to be the ones who are like not likely to be taken seriously when yeah. other uh, countries have are allowing Microsoft's uh, deal to go through. It's it's a, it's pathetic. I don't understand what they're doing. It's uh, it's yeah. It's uh, I feel like you've woken a sleeping giant with with Xbox here, like. I feel like if this doesn't go through, do you think this is, they're going to take it down lightly? I feel like if Xbox doesn't get Activision Blizzard, it's going to end up being like they're like, well, okay, we'll buy Sega instead; they're cheaper, and we'll buy, we'll pay for <laughs> we'll pay for ever we'll like pay for ever exclusive content instead, and they'll like you know I don't understand what like Sony are basically 
they've shown their hand here. They're, they're trying they're, to prevent. They show they're being dirty and they, underhanded here, and they, they're trying to. Come... They're trying to prevent Microsoft to buy any other of those companies. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go for Sega. Sony said nope. Yeah. Even though Sony is based in America, oh well, let's buy this. Nope, nope. Sony because. Sony just wants yeah. to protect their bottom line. They're they're number one at the moment, and they're scared of competition. They're scared of Xbox being a competitor. Like they, they were happy when Xbox was just like basically releasing one or two games. Oh, we'll, we'll release some set overdrive or whatever, and we have just Halo, Call of Duty, and Forza, and like well, Halo, Gears of War, and Forza. Do I say Call of Duty? But it was like they, they're happy when the like, Xbox was just that. But now Xbox is like, we're going to compete and we're going to try and get as many studios as PlayStation and we're going to have Game Pass, which is uh, like going to be a service good for the customer. And like now all that stuff's there. Sony's like, no, you can't compete with us. That's not fair. We don't want competition. We want to be a disputed number one. We don't want any competition at all. And then they're like, they're fighting. They're just fighting to not have any competition. It's it's sad. And I feel like if you're uh, you're... The CMA is supposed to be uh, helping competition. They're completely stopping competition by be- getting in the way of this merger. I, 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 Microsoft wants to buy Activision. Yeah. Activision want to be sold, and Microsoft a third place. They have no mobile. They have no mobile division. They're they're like third place in consoles, and they got loads of other PC like like Steam and Epic and Gog and all that are doing better on the PC side. So it was like it's... I would have to step in. Sorry, um, go ahead. There's actually a bit of extra bits of it because Microsoft is relying on the Activision Blizzard acquisition, which they're going to be using it to further their mobile exactly. game plans. Yeah, and that's according to the news that. Microsoft is looking to build an Xbox mobile game store to take on Apple. Yeah. So I don't know how that works, but it looks like they're definitely looking to, to get this done. Oh, no, that's the point, yeah. And um, what's the deal? Yeah, well, that's why. Well, that's what I'm saying. At the moment, before Activision, they haven't got any mobile thing. But once they get Activision Blizzard King, King is a massive mobile developer, and that would put Microsoft up in the... would get them competing. In mobile vision, so they're not currently they're not competing in mobile, but this acquisition would help them compete in mobile, which so basically they essentially, for competition's sake, you would get Xbox competitive in mobile space, the cloud space, the PC space, and the console space, and they would actually all be able to compete on a level with other companies, but for some reason, the the UK just wants to get in the way at the moment. It's very. Makes me very unpatriotic. It makes me very sad to be British. That we're the ones that are uh, basically looks. I mean, I, allegedly, I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble for this, but it does. It does seem like uh, Jim Ryan's. You know, slid them a couple of a uh, couple of like twenty quid in their pocket or whatever. You know, uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> you know, shush. Hey, yeah, yeah, just side reverse on this one. It's like they're coming across really corrupt, and I don't like it. Uh, it makes me really sad to be British, really. Like the Brit- when the Brazilian government comes across as the more level-headed and more sensible and more, like less corrupt of the of the two, uh, that's that's saying something, and that's crazy to me. Um, but before I get myself into trouble, maybe we should move on to another subject. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I also found out in the Forbes article that. CMA has ordered Meta to sell Gippy, the GIF library, which they feel as if the ownership is anti-competitive, okay. which Meta is now obeying. So it could be that they may end up trying to force Microsoft to step off. But but I just hope like there's more uh, people like trying to like stop it or some sort like that because yeah. it's not for the UK to have their say against all others who are allowing Microsoft to uh, buy Activision. And I think it's just basically trying to do it in Sony's favour and, and has this like huge grasp over everything. Yeah. They're just trying to turn into this huge mega corporation and trying to run the monopoly. Here. Yeah, I mean, Sony's the one... That's the thing as well. Sony are the only company that seems to be against this. Like, uh, like if if Google came out and said, "Oh, we're against it," or Meta, or Amazon, or 
or other game companies like Sega or Nintendo came out and said they were against it. That's fair enough. It's literally just Sony. It's Sony's word versus Xbox is here, and they're tied with Sony, and everything they're saying is completely hypocritical and contradict and contradicts itself. Like like saying about how Xbox could stop competition or stop exclusive, like they could make stuff exclusive. It's like, well, that's the reason PlayStation's number one is because they've been making stuff exclusive for twenty years plus you know it's it's mm. like it's like oh well call of duty can have like certain features available only to xbox like oh, yeah you mean like it is now on playstation like it doesn't make any sense it's it's uh it's all hypocritical it makes no sense whatsoever um speaking of mm. speaking of money i don't know where I, I, the transition i'm not very good at tra- doing transitions here um Microsoft Game Pass is make is made two point nine billion dollars, uh, only on console last year for twenty twenty one. So, people who are saying Xbox Game Pass is not pop is not uh, profitable, there you go. It is profitable. Um, th- I mean that's all I really got to say about it. It's like good news for Game Pass. I love Game Pass and I I, I want to support it. Keep going forward. I think we 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 kind of we kind of dragging on a little bit here, so I'm just gonna go through the news quickly. Um, yep. Gotham Knights is only gonna be thirty frames per second. The art director blames the Series S for this, which is complete bullshit because the CPU in the, yeah. in the Series S is just as powerful as the Series X. And when you do a uh, like the Digital Foundry did a, a breakdown of uh, Plague Tale Requiem and the 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 Series S had a better frame rate than the PS5, so I don't know how you can blame this. <laughs> you can blame this, and the, the Series S has more 120 frame per second, frame per second games than the PS5 does. So, like, because like uh, the Xbox doing uh, the upgraded frame rates for all the games, of course, it's called out like frame rate boost. So it's like it's weird to be the. I like and I, people believe it as well that they're saying oh the S is holding it back, it's holding back the consoles. It's like it's not, like statistically it's it's it, it has the same CPU. It's not holding back anything. It's essentially like a slight, it's like PC. If it, like a PC game has to have multiple different specs, it's a slightly different spec. Like and it, like same games holding stuff back. It's like you've got Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok came out this year. They both came out on PS4. So how can you possibly say that, like, you you say God of War looks bad because it was on PS4? Like, like, I feel like Gotham Knight, and they're using that as an excuse, and it's a very poor excuse. Uh, I I feel like yeah, you could you could get around that, and you could make sixty frames a second. You could make that a mode. You, you like if if you said you couldn't get it working on the Series S, then just have the Series S at thirty frames per second, and have sixty frames per second on the other two. I don't understand. Like on the PS5 and the Xbox uh, Series X, I don't understand why that's a problem. Um, so w- well, that's the reason why, um, like when someone received a update to Disney Dreamlight Valley, yeah, they're now running that 60 frames per second on Xbox Series X. So wow. I think it's just them. It's just like being awkward and just like, oh, the Xbox Series X is just an inferior one. But I think there's a lot of stuff that just contradicts on what they're trying to say yeah so it's just ridiculous yep uh so then uh obsidian have come out and said that they want to make a new fallout game but they've already got too much on their plate they've already got outer world 2 and avowed coming up so they can't make another fallout so like basically Bethesda said they're going to make a new fallout obsidian said they want to make a new fallout both of these are not going to be out until 2030 something at this rate because yeah. we've got Starfield, then we got the new Elder Scrolls, and then they're going to start work on Fallout 5. If we get a Fallout New mm-hmm. Vegas, it's going to be after Avowed and after Outer Worlds 2. So it's like, there's not we're not going to be getting a new Fallout anytime soon, but we might be getting two around the same time in like 2030, around the time we'll have two Fallouts competing against each other <laughs> by two different developers, maybe. Um, I feel like they should just make a. We should just make a developer called like the Vault or something, like make another third deve- make a developer just for Fallout because it's weird to me that the Fallout franchise is going to be dead for like five years, five six years between like it's, mm. it's weird because it's such a big well, franchise. We'll have Xbox. to see about. Yeah, we'll sh- shall have to see about that because 
I don't think there's a lot of momentum on Fallout because I enjoyed Skyrim. Yeah. But there's like Fallout 4 and there's Fallout 76. Yeah. But I don't think these games were as uh, being talked about as much mm. as Black Desert Online or even Final Fantasy 14. No, exactly. Well, like you say about Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim's been re-released multiple times and uh, Elder Scrolls Online is like still quite popular. Whereas Fallout, they released Fallout 4, that's, they haven't re-released it and they haven't... And uh, Fallout seventy six is still not a very popular game. It's, it's got its fan base, but it's not it's not up there with the most most multiplayer games, unfortunately. Um, no. And I feel like that's not the impression you want. Like the the Fallout TV series is coming out soon, and I don't feel like that's the Fallout you want people to go to to like because like it's been shown from like the Halo TV series and Witcher TV series. And stuff like that that people go to the games so you, do you really want that to be the fallout that people go to i feel like maybe they should do a remaster in like new vegas or Halo, uh, a fallout free maybe or something so, i don't know i would say if there's anything i would imagine it will just be ending up like that halo tv series yeah. because i think it's mixed and twisted on the game and I feel that Fallout could be suffering with the same fate. Yeah. Also, I haven't heard so much about the Fallout show, so I can't tell. It, it, Do you know who's going to be published by? Um, no, I can't remember. I, 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 I've been following it, but I, I can't remember now. It, it might be... Is it Netflix? I can't remember. If I, it, Guys, let me know in the comments below who it is, because I don't actually remember. I'll have to look that up later. But the, the Fallout TV show is in development, and that's going to be coming out next year. Um, and I feel like if you oh, it's actually Amazon. Amazon. Okay. It's Amazon, not Amazon. That's net. Okay. Not Netflix. Fair enough. No, that's fine then. So Amazon, yeah. So that that'll be a good. I mean, like if that's popular, that's going to bring people to the series. So surely you want to have a game there for them to play. And I don't think seventy six is a good first impression for people to have a Fallout. I feel like you should do a remaster of Fallout three or or four or. Uh, new vegas but that's just my opinion um anyway so yeah that's that's the fallout news and we got one more piece of news before we get to our topic of the show and that is uh on the same day sony have announced the so the dual sense edge for 210 pound which is their pro controller which is ridiculously overpriced 210 pound for a controller you're mad and xbox have, re- have announced <laughs> the elite season series 2 on Design Labs for one hundred and forty nine ninety nine, which is a lot more reasonable. Um, would you pay two hundred and ten pound <laughs> for a controller? Because I wouldn't. No. Forty quid more, you could buy yourself a Series S. I mean, I was just saying about how great the Series S is. Like, I, why would you? Why would you buy? I don't understand. That's so expensive and so overpriced. Um, the Xbox. Yeah, one because. Is... Go ahead. Sorry. I just think like. Uh... Um, I'm just trying to find this DualSense Edge because I saw it announced. Yeah. But this is just basically like very similar to the DualSense Five, yeah. only it has a little bit of extra bits of it, but no difference. No, it's it's two hundred pounds. It's insane. But then, if you compare it to Xbox, uh, like is it Elite Controller Series it's Two? Too. Yeah, there's a little bit of difference, and I think. It's like as if you have a different kind of controller. But I think trouble is that I don't know how the Sony's controller would go down fair down well because yeah. there's been controversy surrounding the the Xbox Elite series two. Like they had a lot of like right, right. issues to deal with. Like there's some controller issues, like some of the components not working. And there were some problems with customer service and trying to get it delivered. So Microsoft were given lawsuits mm-hmm. and it led to people like receiving like like free controllers or or even free Xbox credit. Oh right. I like know that. to me, it's very similar to like when I tried to deal with the Xbox Design Labs controller. Yeah. Set it in, waited for the month to get it sorted out, and then got refunded. So yeah. So I'm just like not getting another design lab controller. No. And to me, given the issues with Series Two and Design Labs, I think the Design Labs is like really cool. Yeah. 
But I think days two wongs is just does, does make for a double amount of risk. Yeah. So I don't enough. know if I would trust Design Labs mm. to design the controller and have it sent to me. Yeah. But if anyone like says, "Oh, I got this. It just works fine. That's okay." But I don't think it really warrants the price compared to like other controllers. No. Because at the moment, I've got the 8-bit Doe controller, which has to be wired at all times. But for the most part, it really works. It's just a D-pad. It's a bit iffy, but it's not like interrupting with the play experience. But for what it's worth, it's just still really good. I like it. Fair. That's fair. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to say about that. I mean, I, I'm more, I, I have a PS5 and I have a Switch I'm more, and I have a Xbox. I have everything. Uh, I'm more likely to lean to the series S, the 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 Elite series two, on Design Labs than I am to buy a new PS5 controller. I feel like the Xbox controller. I feel like they've refined it. This is their second generation. They know what they're doing now. I know they said they still got issues, but I've never had any. I've I've had more issues with my PlayStation controllers, and uh, I wouldn't pay two hundred and ten pound. Come on now, that's so much. That's so much money for a controller. <laughs> That's insane. Um, but I feel like you, they're both very expensive. I don't know if I would buy either of them at the moment, but we'll, uh, maybe I'll see if they if they fit with the kinks out of that. But yeah, expensive controller wars. We now we have the fancy controllers. Let's wait for the fancy uh, Switch controllers to come out now. <laughs> you already got like uh, Switch Joy Cons that you can attach to the Switch. That's yeah. like grips and it's by the third party retailer oh yes I've seen get that. them for like 40 quid but yeah it just helps to play the switch so yeah, yeah it's cool <laughs> so now we're on to our topic of the show topic of the show uh, oh october should have sung september by uh if we didn't fire last month but it's october not september never mind october um <laughs> is banging awesome dope Dope, fresh, dope, and awesome. Um, there's a lot of good games coming out on Game Pass in October. So we got the free update for Forza Horizon 5, which is the 15-year anniversary event, which has a free event, and there's been extra achievements and cars and stuff added, which is cool, and it's for free. Yay. Thumbs up for that. Yep. Uh, Scorn, which is a spooky puzzle game that is disgusting and gross and I don't know if I want to play it or not. Are you interested in Scorn? <laughs> no, I haven't been thinking about yeah. it. I've been thinking more about Plague Tale and I'm not trying to get it in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so... But... Scorn is disgusting. However, <laughs> also on Game Pass, it's just... There's a bunch of games that's interesting, like there's Gunfire Reborn, Phantom Abyss, yep. Frog Detective and Signalus. But... There's some really noteworthy game that this besides Persona, there's Ooh. Soma, which is a horror game. Oh, yeah. And there's like an Amnesia collection. So you played it for the Let's Play once, did you? I I played I yeah, I played I played Amnesia once years and years and years ago, yeah. Uh there was like a big group of us playing it. It wasn't I wasn't on my own playing it. I d I'm not a horror fan, really. I'm not really into, super into horror. We, I think next week we're going to do a Halloween special where we're going to talk about our favourite horror games and stuff. And honestly, I'm not super into horror games. There's a couple of games I really enjoy, but... Yeah, I, I feel mm. like Plague Tale is probably as horror as I get. That's not a horror game. It's like a... But it has got some really creepy stuff in it. But um, yeah, so like obviously Scorn, as we said, everyone says it's a horror game, but it's actually more like a puzzle game. But it just looks gross. And, like there's people's like limbs and stuff sticking out, and it's all like mm. blood and guts and everything is nasty. Uh, it's got good reviews. Well, average reviews it's in the seventies. Uh, people say it's interesting. Mm. I might if I get like a like a, like when when I take some time off work, I might just have to spend a day completing it, get the all the achievements, and just do like a one run playthrough. Apparently, it's like five six hours long. So if I had like a guide up, I think I could do it in one go. And it might be just a fun game to get a thousand game of score on. So maybe that's worth doing. Maybe mm. do that on Halloween. Something to do on Halloween. Something spooky. Um, Persona 5 Royale is finally coming out for the Xbox. Persona 5 Royale. Mm. I had it on PS4 and it was a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to playing it again on Xbox. I'm really looking forward to it. 
Uh, are you have you are you a fan of Persona? Um, a bit. Yeah. I played Persona Four before, so uh, I just it's just got lots of cutscenes in it. It's like yeah. as if you're watching the films and stuff, but I heard these are very long games. It's like watching a Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like I like my uh, yeah. As I said, I enjoyed it for what I for what I played. I really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to trying it out again. It's been a while since I played it though. Um, yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Uh, but obviously, the big the big game that came out this month, and uh, what is essentially the topic of the show, is Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, <laughs> this game is The Last of Us 2 if it had good characters and interesting story and if it was well written. <laughs> Set in the medieval times. Set in the medieval <laughs> times, yeah. Uh I much, oh man, I much prefer this. This is what I would uh, wish Last of Us Two was. I mean, it's such a good game. It's really pretty, and the act—well, uh, I say pretty—it's gruesome as well. Like it's really, but like graphically stunning, and the gameplay is really good. You haven't got that far into it yet, have you? You like I've I've, already, I've I'm on chapter three, so I played a couple of hours this morning, a couple of hours last night. Um, so I'm not all, I'm not that far into it yet, but I'm really enjoying it from what I played so far. It's a bit gruesome in parts, mm. which is, you know, to be expected. So it's not a horror game, but I wouldn't say it's, you know, it is. You have to be. It is a little bit squeamish. There is some stuff there, like not very nice <laughs> at all. If you don't like rats, you're not gonna like this game. Let's put it that way. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of rats. Just think of them as mice. <laughs> yeah, uh, like uh, yeah, vermintide and stuff's got mice and rats and stuff in it. Yeah. Um, oh my god it's such a good game. i've really enjoyed it so far like uh i played the first one and i really enjoyed the first one and it's more of the same and it's just it's just uh the puzzle is like basically you've got to use light to it's like a puzzle so it's, it's like a weird puzzle game it's like uh the rats don't go into the light so obviously if you then there's all you have like the enemies going around with these like corrupt soldiers who are trying to kill you so you want to kind of cut their light source off so the rats will get them and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's very clever. And it's, it's like an interesting stealth game. Um, I hear you can get a crossbow in this game. I haven't got it yet, though. I'm looking forward to getting that. That should be fun. Um, Interestingly, I'm going in blind and I haven't really checked out. Yeah. And I didn't realise until yesterday he's actually set in like a medieval era. Yeah, it is, yeah. Of, thought it was set in the modern times no. but i only got as far as like going through the field and got towards the cliffs yeah but yeah i just got too distracted to play the rest of oh, it but i will try to play more of it tonight. it was a lot of fun uh the, the first game was all about the spanish inquisition the inquisition were after you like nobody expects the spanish inquisition <laughs> as monty python say <laughs> it was all about the inquisition now this game i'm not sure who the who the baddies are in this one they're they're weird, but you'll 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 see yourself. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's hasn't played it yet. Um, but it's just like yeah, it's uh, Hugo and Alicia and their story about trying to heal Hugo from this this plague disease that he's got. Um, it's like magical plague thing. Uh, it's it's dope. It's a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed it for what I played so far. So I've only like three chapters in, but the graphics on it is so pretty. And the gameplay is like really fun. It's like a fun stealth game. I haven't played a good stealth game in a long time, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's up there. This is this could be one of my game of the years. Gonna be, gonna be honest. I say that about every game lately, but I said that about Deathloop. I said that about Grounded, and now I'm saying that about Plague Tale. And I'll probably say about God of War, but this is up there in my game of the year discussion for sure. Um, definitely, it would be up there. Uh, are you there, Alice? I think I've lost you. I'm still here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just zoned out. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say it's a, it might give me the year discussion for sure. Uh, probably the best game on Game Pass this year for sure. Um, yeah, mm. I'll put it up there. Uh, can't wait to play more of it. I'm really looking forward to beating it. Hopefully, uh, I maybe we'll do a spoiler cast if we if we beat it in like two weeks. Maybe like next week. Yeah, we'll try. Maybe we'll do Halloween next week and then do a spoiler cast the week after. Maybe uh. I don't know. We'll see. Uh. Or maybe do a one-off spoiler cast if we, if we haven't got much to talk about. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. 
Because what, what game are you most looking forward to in October then? I mean, because obviously, as I said, there's a massive lineup of games going out in October. Uh, Plague Tale is the one uh, for me. I don't know, because I don't seem to think so much about it. But I think so far, I'm really impressed with Grounded and Plague Tale. So yeah. my approach to games this October is just seeing whichever comes out really good and something worth checking out. So I'm just trying to check out those games. Yeah. But apart from that, it's just like doing other games that I feel most comfortable doing. But as for November, I'll probably most likely be buying Pokemon. Yeah. And that's not without... Uh, and that's not going to be a pre-order because uh, I think I would buy it provided the reviews are any good. Yeah. I've pre-ordered Pokemon Violet on the... Because I use the voucher system. So... My pre-order from Bayonetta has been moved over to Fire Emblem Echo or whatever it's called, the new one. Is it Echo, Fire Emblem? Yes. What's the new one called? Coming out in January. Re- oh, I forgot about it too. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've already pre-ordered it with that. I moved my Bayonetta pre-order to that, you see. Uh, have a look. Uh... I think it's Fire Emblem like Fates, but it's not, but I don't know. Engage. Mm. That's what it's called. Engage. 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 Yeah, pre ordered that. Um, <coughs> Are you sure? Because it could be referring to Nokia's uh, cancelled <laughs> game console. Oh, the mobile phone, the Engage. Oh my god, don't get me started with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing God of, I'm not gonna be playing God of War day one, I'm gonna be getting that for Christmas. Uh probably. yeah, it's in a paid yeah. paid eighty for it. But if we're going to, yeah, mm-hmm. Game of the Year discussion, I think Plague Tale's going to be in there. I haven't finished it yet, so maybe maybe it'll be like The Last of Us and I'll end up hating it by the end. But at the moment, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah. like the last, like, I, I've, I've got the Platinum Trophy on, on The Last of Us Part 2 because I beat it twice. And everyone goes, oh, how have you got a Platinum Trophy and beat it twice and still hate it? It's like because I didn't hate it at first. It's like when I replayed it and I looked at all, I could see all the flaws in the gameplay and stuff in the story. That's when I started to hate it. So like when like I had like rose tinted glasses going into it first time, and then the second time I went through it, I was like, oh yeah, that sucks. Oh yeah, that sucks. Oh, I hate this character. Oh, I hate that character. I wish this bit wasn't in here. Oh, and then like that's literally what it was like the second time I played it. <laughs> so oh yeah, this bit was a bit of a slog, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, I wish this this bit would be better. Like, I wish this character wasn't here. <laughs> it's like when you play it the second time, you know yeah. it's all the annoying things and they annoy you more. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, Plague Tale, check it out if you have Game Pass, which you should do. If you're listening to this podcast, why do you not have po- Game Pass? Buy get, get Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, download Plague Tale. If you're a bit squeamish and you maybe have like, if you're scared of rats. Maybe it would be for you, but otherwise, I think this game is really fantastic and it's worth checking out. It's a lot of fun. It's a stealth game. Which have you played Innocent? Have you played Innocent? If not, don't worry. Just go for Requiem. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like you miss something by not playing Innocent, but if you haven't had played it, go ahead. Just go straight into Requiem. I think you, you think you'll be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Elysia. You play Elysia, and you got your little brother Hugo. You're in medieval times, and I said the last game was the Spanish Inquisition. This game it seems like it's different baddies, but uh, very similar. Uh, and then there's rats everywhere, and the rats can basically you got to keep the rats out of the light. Essentially, that's like the whole gameplay mechanic. So it's like it's it's cool. It's like uh, it feels like a, like a zombie game, but not there's not zombies in it. It's just it's just rats essentially, and then humans are the most deadly of all the enemies. Like, you know, moral of the story. <laughs> the, the real monsters are the humans all along. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would play tale. Highly recommend it. Uh, that's it for the podcast this week. I mean, we kind of gone through the topic of the show quite quickly. I thought we'd have a bit more to discuss, but really, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to spoil anything for you guys. So maybe talk more about it next week when I finished it or... Uh, I'm deeper into it. I'm only three chapters in, you see, so I, I have really got much more to say. Um, uh, I think to me, um, I think it's been a rough week because I've been reeling from the drama that's happening over the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, I just went through this and I feel like I slouch for the 
podcast this week. Yeah. But at least we just made it free, and it's shorter. We just get went through a lot of details. Yeah. So, well done. Yeah, I mean, I've not had the best week either. It's been a bit of a, a bit of a, a rubbish week for both of us. Uh, the UK is not being the best at the moment with, with politics and so I don't want to get into too much detail, but it's just the country's not being the best and the, and the whole, yeah, atmosphere. I think Plague Tale has cheered me up a bit because I've really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, I'll have more to talk about tomorrow, next well, week probably. Um, and if we do a spoiler cast, I'll have loads to talk about. Uh, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think Liz Truss's um, PM, well, it's going to... Well, I mean, do you reckon the letter's going to last longer than this trust's PM role? Probably not. <laughs> I, I think probably by the time we get to the spoiler cast, we'll probably have a new Prime Minister at this rate. The rate we go in two weeks. <laughs> Give it two weeks. Are we? Um, it's ridiculous. Politic- the UK is, is, a, is a shambles at the moment. Let's just see that. Um, it's a joke. Uh, yeah, really. Well, I forgot what I was going to say now. Yeah, so that's it for today's episode. Uh, hopefully next week <coughs> we'll be a bit more lively and uh, it's a Halloween special next week ooh spooky ooh spooky scary skeletons mm-hmm. ooh, uh, spooky. spooky if you have any spooky questions or spooky things I don't know what to, I don't really know what to say uh, yeah Halloween next week looking forward to it hope you guys enjoyed the episode today uh, let us know what you think of the new intro the new thumbnails uh, share it with your friends your family your mother your grandmother your auntie your uh, your best friend's dog, Whatever. your dog's best friend. Share it with everyone. Share share the podcast. We need we need to get out there. We need to grow, and we're still quite a small channel. We want to try and get out there. We're already at twelve subscribers. We want to hit like twenty thirty before the end of the year. Would be brilliant, and just you know keep growing. Would be fantastic. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for watching, and until next time, too sweet. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.